What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. What's going on, y'all? This is Candler English with TG Garage Talks. Today we are starting a series on what are the three questions that 20-somethings are asking themselves right now. Um, and today we are going to talk about relationships um, and kind of even more like specifically romantic relationships and what um, you need to look out for, what um, are some kind of red flags um, and kind of just the importance of surrounding yourself um, with healthy people. Sure. So, yeah. Trying to answer that question, you know, uh, you know, if we were to ask those three questions, it's like, uh, what am I going to do for a living? Uh, you know, where am I going to do it and who am I going to do it with? Yeah. And, um, that question of who am I going to do life with in terms of a spouse and what does that process look like? You know, the ups and downs, obstacles, you know, that's where we're going today. Yeah, absolutely. And we also, we have Mr. Lee Hollis over here. Yo, yo, how you doing? corner. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, let's kick us off. Mr. Smith. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we were kind of talking before we uh, hit record (laughs) just about, um, yeah, what, what are, I don't know, I guess we can start off with, like, what are some red flags that I think, it's almost like sometimes it's easier to know, like, what not to step into. Um, and that kind of gives us permission to be like, oh, okay, this is good, this is bad. So, what are your, what do you think are some red flags, relation, Yeah, I, I think there's probably some engagement of um, a little bit of the process, which allows us to kind of look at the obstacles. Meaning, um, there can be so much pressure mm. and anxiety and fear that kind of comes, you know, to the forefront of your mind when you start thinking about dating and being engaged and being married. And what that looks like in your twenties, um, let alone any other you know season of life. But the idea um, of maybe kind of talking a little bit through, um, you know, with those obstacles is always kind of asking those questions of, you know, where where do I meet this person, or will I ever meet this person, or you know, we kind of carry even our kind of our own uh, insecurities and you know. Um, into relationships. And so for sure, I mean, there's lots of, you know, things as we kind of try to, you know, we try to find that significant other, you know, I think obviously there are places to look, um, even in the beginning parts of dating, you know, especially like kind of how that person interacts with their family. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about parental relationships and even sibling relationships, Mm -hmm. Um, and definitely you being an outsider should be able to kind of see those things easier than that person. But for sure, if you can, you know, start, if you see maybe they, you know, for, you know, even my own, um, when I was in my twenties, I would go home and, um, I I would turn into kind of like this 12 year old boy. And then I'm sure my wife now for 20 years is has many stories of going, man, whenever you went home, you just went back to being a little boy. And that was a red flag for her in some ways that we've had to work through. But for sure, it's kind of like what, how do they, how do they relate um, 
with the people that they have spent most of their life with. So now I say, I mean, it can be a very, you know, large red flag, um, but certainly a way to kind of go, hey, where, where do I fit in relationship with this person? Yeah. So yeah. I would say that would be my first one starting out the gate. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too. It's like I've, <clears throat> I've been in pretty bad relationship like in the past for, I don't know, three and a half years or so. Um, and I've just kind of recently stepped into a relationship that, you know, obviously it's like, you know, we're, we're doing that. It's almost like you're, I don't know. I think it's easy to get sucked into the cult kind of like romantic, like, Oh, you know, mm-hmm. and especially like in your twenties, like I'm just, I'm out to be with someone. Um, but there's moments where I have to just check myself and be like, okay, like apart from all the feelings, set that aside, like, will this work? Is this healthy? Mm-hmm. And just kind of taking inventory, like even once a week, I'm like, okay, like, where are we? Where am I? Um, and, you know, that's difficult work. I've had to have, I've just kind of had to cut to the chase a lot of times to be like, yo, like, let's, let's talk about this. Let's dive into like, I'm feeling this way. Like I'm feeling triggered. Like, let's analyze that. I want to make sure you're aware of it. And sure. yeah, I, th- I think that self-awareness, at least for me, has been the biggest thing. Cause it's so easy to get sucked into the, you know, hard eye, just let it, you know, run and run and emotionally and driven. Sure, yeah, sure. That check is super healthy, mm. super healthy. And even like, you may not realize it, <clears throat> but like the ability for couples to even talk about the things that are tender for them mm. or to bring those things up. I think a lot of times in the hurry of the newness of a relationship, you just pass over those things. And then you get to a point in the relationship, like, crap, I should have talked about that before. Mm. And it's going to be really awkward to bring that up now, but this really irritates me and it's going to look like a big bomb, Yeah, you know, but on top of that, uh, scientifically, like when you get into a relationship, there are actual hormones and stuff that bathe your brain that actually make you less objective. Yeah. Like, like you, like, <laughs> like if you're in a relationship, you're thinking of it normally better than it actually is. Yeah. Like you're less objective about the other person and all that stuff. And you come by that honestly because of what's happening in your brain when you're quote unquote in love. Um, so the, the process of just trying to step back and say, okay, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Super healthy. I yeah. love that. That's good. Thank you, TG. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to, well, I'll just. Well, I will say that our alumni find really amazing women because when they come out, they have a vocabulary to talk about their inner world where they're at, their story, and they've done some of that hard work that some men may never do, yeah. you know, and they may be in their mid-40s before they do, and that may be after a whole lot of problems have happened. But, I mean, you joke about that, thank you, TG, but I have seen, like, our guys marry amazing women. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, yeah, it's this weird thing for me of, like, even, like, you know, like, going on a few dates with people and, like, where in the past I would just sort of had no vocabulary or mm-hmm. even, like, things wouldn't even be on my radar, but just now I'm like, found this awesome person. And it's like, yeah, all these, all these little things. I'm like, Oh gosh, I didn't even know I had like a grid or value for this Mm -hmm. in someone else. I'm like, and even apart from that, like even just friends, it's like, I meet someone and I'm like, Ooh, you know, (laughs) right. No bueno. (laughs) Well, I think it's the, it, I mean, as we talk about what, what is toxic or unhealthy, I mean, Mm. it's the same we're in the same conversation of what does health look like? And that's yeah. what you guys are kind of leaning into. And, you know, you'd even talked before 
you know, jumping on, um, on this podcast talking about, well, what does, what does healthy dating, healthy relationship look like? Yeah. Um, you know, you'd use words like vulnerability and grace. I mean, do you want to, you know, yeah, I mean, expound? Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, first off with the vulnerability part, it's like, I've, that is not something that I grew up with in my kind of arsenal of tools. Like I, we just didn't talk a whole lot about stuff growing up. So um, that was definitely something I learned in the program. Like conflict leads to intimacy if it's done well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not just like blowing up and freaking out. But um, I love that. That's, that's a podcast in itself. Yeah, really, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Our next episode. The, um, <laughs> but I think for me, the vulnerability pieces really come in practically. I mean, in this new relationship, because, you know, you're kind of figuring each other out and bumping into certain things. And if there's something on my heart to share, like it almost I can't I almost can't continue without the other person knowing, like even like in like a living situation, like I live at your house, like Lee, if like, you know, there's something like with some of the other dudes or whatever, like I don't feel peace and rest with this person until I can get this out. And then. And if the person is receptive, and even if they're not, it's still this like, ah. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that kind of goes with every relationship. I mean, I can look at our relationships and say, like, investment in a solid relationship is risking that that objection or Mm -hmm. that concern or that vulnerability. But also in a place where you're humble and like, hey, this is just where I'm at. I know I'm feeling something. You know, can we process this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Not saying I'm right. Yeah, I'm, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling, sure. yeah. and inviting people into that. Yeah, yeah I think that's a biggie, um, and that was probably you know even as I kind of look at the early years of our marriage and something that even in my friendships now that I press into is learning how to communicate. Because yeah. most of all, um, you know, I, I wouldn't put myself in like the top three communicators of the world. Um, I pretty much kind of either operate in my own head, thinking everybody, you know, knows what I'm thinking. Um, or I'm afraid to risk, you know, vulnerability or anything like that. But I would say, you know, even the challenge for me is, you know, even in your early years is going, learn how to communicate. It's kind of even what you're saying, you know, um, Candler about being in a new relationship and then having the experience of training ground and then almost going, oh my gosh, I'm communicating things that like, I, I didn't know were a a value to me, Mm -hmm. but I've learned a language, right. And I've learned how to say, you know, these things about, you know, how I feel, yeah. right? Or I have an opinion and that's, that's okay. And, or this is how I feel about you or a certain situation, like finding those words. I mean, those, I mean, that that's gold. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, well, and too, like back to what you were saying, Lee, about just not coming in with a freaking hammer, like swinging, like that was, that's the biggest thing for me. I'm almost able to I mean, yeah, I'm feeling something as I'm coming into it, but also being able to step back and take that little breath of, you know, just looking at it objectively and being like, okay, I'm feeling this, here are the facts. I'm not trying to attack you or blame you. I'm just saying like, yeah, again, let's like dissect this. Well, we talked about a little bit this summer of like, what story are you telling yourself? Yeah. And if you could even say that, like, if you're saying with someone like, hey, this is a story that's going in my head. Mm-hmm. Is this the right story? Yeah, or is, is there something else going on? Because yeah. mm-hmm. this is what I see and this is what I'm feeling. And I know that I'm not seeing and knowing all things. Yeah, you know? sure. I'm curious if you guys, like, sometimes it's easier to see bad relationships mm-hmm. rather than when you're in it. 
it's harder to see when you're in it than you are, like if you have someone, like for instance, I remember one of our alumni who was dating a really toxic woman. And like all of his girlfriends that were feminine and friends <laughs> and his mothers and his sister and all, they're like, run away. Yeah. And he just was in complete denial. Yeah. You know, like, but there are things like that that we all see with toxic relationships or relationships that aren't healthy. Like, what would, what are some of the things that you've observed about relationships that you know are going to tank? Yeah. I mean, like, we were even talking beforehand um, at the table. But, um, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of uh, potential wisdom on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was in a relation, pretty long relationship, talking about marriage, the whole nine. Um but it was just crushing my soul, like at the end of the day. And, and what does and, that mean? I mean, yeah, yeah. What does I, crushing your soul mean? Well, I think it was I was with someone, um, and I mean, we could even like take it into this direction of like she, I was with someone who wanted to tame me mm-hmm. and to kind of defang me. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, she had, had wow. her own hurts with men. Wow. Um, so she wanted to take anything all my, any strength that I had, any, so, and, you know, me, me thinking I'm doing the right thing and, you know, being honorable, I laid down Mm -hmm. and became the doormat. Um, and, and on on the surface that looks good. You think you're doing the right, like godly thing. Like I'm submitting to, you know, um, this person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with or whatever. But at the end of the day, um, on the deeper level, I was giving away, my God-given masculine strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just became this, like, limp noodle of a guy, and she was the tyrant. <laughs> I have know? seen that. Like, the the girl will answer for the guy. The girl will choose for the guy. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's wearing different clothes, you know, and just he's just like a like he's five years old. Yeah, completely. You know, and, but lost, like you said, mm-hmm. lost his fangs. Yeah. Mm. That brings up a good point to think about, like, what, how do we put ourselves in the right position for the right relationship? Yeah. Um, or at least even to kind of, I mean, and you guys are saying this, but I think the point for part of, you know, what Leah brought up was the idea of doing it in the context of community. Mm-hmm. Meaning you, like you were saying, like everyone was telling this guy, hey, this isn't a good fit, you know, but still, you know, even thinking about placing yourself in a quality community with healthy relationships right. that you give access to your life and you can kind of say, Hey, I need your eyes. Yeah. It's like a checks and balances. Right. It's kind of saying, Hey, you know, I need, I need your opinion. I need, I trust your heart for me mm-hmm. and you're going to want to know what's best and you're going to want what's best for me. And so opening yourself up to those types of relationships, I think kind of lays this, you know, this great foundation because we all know relationships that have gone isolated mm-hmm. and, you know, there were that you know they tank. It's kind of like, well, where's that couple now? Uh, I don't know. They just spend time together by themselves. Yeah. Like nine times out of ten, that that it's couple doesn't healthy. make it. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. And you know it. You know. You know it's not. Yeah. It's not healthy. Well, yeah, and I think that's. It's almost. And I was kind of verbalizing this to this person I'm seeing, but, um, <laughs> you know, hello, hello. The um, but it's it's almost like I want to be intentional about making road almost like roadblocks of health like little things i do mm-hmm. like yeah. whether you know it's even oh. just like going yeah, yeah, to church yeah. like midweek yeah. or like i'm feeling this way i'm not going to talk to her i need to go sure. to my boys or go to or you guys or mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. like um i want to even when i'm slipping into that isolation i want to put 
kind of infrastructure or in my life around relationships you. Yeah. to kind of keep me in out of that sure. that headspace. That's great. Um, and I think that's important. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it reminds me like when I think of your story, Candler, yeah, is, you know, even now that you're in this newer relationship, um, how that kind of is so different than previous relationships. I think one thing I do want to mention in, is that there, there was a season for you that you invested in your own personal development. Yeah. You almost kind of worked on yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all know guys that are either they can't be without a girlfriend. Yeah. Right. But they probably need to be without a girlfriend because they probably have their own stuff they need to work on. Yeah. And we get, I mean, Lee, I mean, yeah. how many dozens of guys have we seen come through training ground that are like, I'm setting aside a season mm-hmm. to really kind of be intentional about my own growth and who I am in God, who I am as a man, just confidence, emotional, relational confidence. Um, and then we kind of see them after that, you know, marriage, kids, like they, 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 st- they, they did the work that they needed to. Uh, to get to a confident place, and then they moved. Then they moved towards a woman. The, the idea is that if you're not good without them, you'll never be good with them. Right. Yeah. You've exactly. got to be able to stand on your own two feet and do your own work, mm-hmm. because no one can rescue you and and save your life except for your savior yeah. and you. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that was something, and it was almost like I I had taken that season even in North Carolina before I moved out here, but in that I didn't have the tools. Or like understanding until I really came. So there was almost just this like, okay, I'm taking time and mm-hmm. like. But if you don't, if you don't have the resources or at least step in, know what to step into, um, that's really hard because right. you're like, I have this desire to take this next step. Right. Right. But I, and so that was the biggest thing for me in training ground. Like I only was dating someone for a short while, but it ended pretty bad. Right. Um, like maybe a month or so. But I hit that kind of spot where I was like. I need, I need the tools I need, you know, in this, you know, as we're talking about, you know, the kind of romantic relationship side of things, but, um, yeah, yeah. That's there are probably more signs and, I, and I'm sure I'm going to give you a few seconds to think about it because yeah. we have not mined all the gold from your treacherous relationship, <laughs> but I, just in the meantime, like I was in a relationship and in my head, I'd already planned out the engagement and yeah. was going all there and like retrospectively I had I remember having this conversation with her she was beautiful and had this amazing voice and I was just kind of taken with her mm. but she was talking about like all the boyfriends that she's broken up with and she's still friends with <laughs> and there was like yeah. a lot of people you know wow. and uh I ended up getting a dear John letter from her and I've never spoken to her since oh wow but I was like she was bragging about all the relationships she broke up with and yeah. maintained friendship uh she sent me a card and I'm like nope yeah. I'm not going to be another one, you know? Yeah. So, like, there's your sign, right? Like, yeah, I broke up with all these guys, you know? Yeah. So there's more. I'm sure there's more with this relationship that you were talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I think, like, looking in, or, I mean, just asking about the person's history and, like, what that's looked like, and, two, just to see where um, where they've come from. and and But, two, like, more than that, what they're doing, how they see, right. you know sure. what I mean? Like how they see their past and, and what they're doing to kind of alter that. Sure. It's, um, again, like if you're going to set aside time to do work on yourself, you know, and you're, you're looking for this prospective spouse, you know, what, what, how intentionally have they set their life aside yeah. in terms of their own development and maturity? Like, yeah. you know, are they, you know, and even to the point where like, are, are they just someone that's looking for a relationship 
or are they looking for like a companion, like a yeah. partner no, where it's kind of like, no, I've got my own life and you've got your own life, but we could, you know, be in a relationship, but you can't fix each other. No, you can't. No. You can't. Yeah. Like I said before, like your person you're dating has a savior and you're not it. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where you're saving them or fixing them or rescuing them, mm. n- no bueno, not yeah, good. Not good at all. No. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's been a lot. I mean, uh, we could, we could, we yeah, could this could be a series right. on its own. Yeah, right, right. right. I mean, we're we, just we may, scratch on the top maybe, right maybe, here. yeah, maybe we'll come back for a part two on this. I yeah, feel like it's pretty two. important. But yeah, again, you know, one of those three questions that 20 somethings are asking. I mean, this is, this is a biggie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, we'll be back next week with um, the following two questions <laughs> of what 20 somethings are asking. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, um, please man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at www.trainingground.com and you can also find us on Instagram at Training Ground Colorado as well as Training Ground Chattanooga. Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.